Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. In the middle, good stick by Labushkin. No penalty on the play and a break here for Labushkin. Ilya Labushkin looking for his first and the Sabres ah! scores! Are you kidding me? Bushkin overtime! With his first goal in 44 games. One year ago. You might not have the same chills as you did yesterday when we played back the brawl, but you still might get some chills. That was one year ago, the Ilya Labushkin goal, which will be an amazing trivia question for your Sabre friend fans in 10 years. Uh, and Sal Capaccio, we have Brian Cozio, by the way, also on the Western Hotline. We'll talk Sabres and golf with him. Sal, you were there, right, for that game? Yep, that was during February break last year. Uh, we're on February break now. We actually took a trip down to uh, Florida, spent a couple days in Orlando, and went to the Sabres-Lightning game in Tampa. I was there. I have a great story about that, but I want to welcome in Brian first and um, you know, it, 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 get his thoughts as well because it was a, <laughs> it was a really cool memory, and, and when I saw that this morning, I'm like, you know... That was a really good night. So yeah, Weren't anyway, we, Brian, welcome in Brian as well. We were all feel like we talk a yep. lot about recently, like how all the feeling has gone away again for the Sabers. But one year ago, we were all we were all like fist pumping in our living rooms, probably for that. Yeah, goal. yeah, that game last year was incredible, and then it was followed up two nights later in Florida That's with right. Craig Anderson's fifty. I don't know if it, yes. I know they changed the total 50 or 50 51 yeah. save performance, which actually then put them in a playoff spot. I know, Joe, I think, you know, we were talking about this a few weeks ago of like, hey, when were the Sabres last in a playoff spot? And for that one moment that night, uh, they were in based upon the tiebreakers. They were in a spot. Um, yeah, these two games last year, the Tampa and the Florida game to me was like the launching pad of, OK, they're really in this race. And then, of course, we know. Pretty much soon after that, they went through a dry spell to start March, but then they got back and they got red hot at the end of the season, which we know landed ultimately uh, one point short. So that was uh, that was that was uh, for me those two games, the back to back games that that Labushkin that uh, wild game in Tampa the, was that an that was overtime overtime right? yeah 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 and then the Sabers blew the a next... two goal lead in the third period by the way, and I thought okay that's it it's over and yeah. then Tampa got a power play yeah it's in a, overtime it's a I'm watching the clip again now it's a four on three and. Mm-hmm. It's it's that remember there was a little bit of this after where like did Labushkin trip Stamkos or not but whatever they didn't that's right yeah and he's like he's gets the puck at his own blue line and the Sabers benches up because the whole way it's like okay you kind of have like three or four you have like three seconds to digest 
oh my god, here comes Ilya Labushkin on a breakaway. <laughs> Shorthanded in overtime, Short-handed by the way, right? I mean, overtime. no doubt. Uh, you're right, Brian. It was uh, they. Then they beat Washington. Then they lose ten of twelve. Right, right after that, which is yeah. how they fell back out of it. So, real quick story on the game. So, we go down for uh, winter break. We're there, and we were we we met some friends there. Go to the game, and it was just a, a great game. By the way, that arena. Have you ever been there? Oh my God, Emily Arena. Like the scoreboard is the largest scoreboard I've ever seen in an NHL arena. It's incredible, and it was really. It was a cool atmosphere. It was back and forth, high scoring. Sabres blow a lead. I'm like, all right, this is it. I'm with Max. He's sitting next to me with my wife. We have we brought a huge Sabres, you know, banner like a flag. And every time the Sabres would score, we jump up and we do it. We're just we were great fans that night. We're just being fans, rooting for our Buffalo team. A lot of Buffalo fans in the building. When he scores, I mean, we're just going crazy, guys. Right? We're in like the second levels, 200, and it's going crazy. And I'm. It's one of those joys. You know, you go to sporting events. We all, we cover events. We're at events. We're in the press box, whatever. Like, I'm in the stands with my son at an away game. We are just going crazy. It was an amazing experience. So we're walking out, and sure enough, you have people who just want to tell you, trash Buffalo and every, all the different things. You, go back to Buffalo. Buffalo this. Buffalo that. Snow cold. Everything. And there's this one dude. You always got to have that one dude. There's this one dude who sees me and my son, who at the time is nine years old, walking out with our flag, cheering on the Sabres, and he's got to give us the one-finger salute. And he's got to tell us to go back to Buffalo and go back where mm. he came from. And I turn around, I'm like, bro, I got my kid with me. What are you doing? I don't care. Blah, 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 blah. Go back. I said, all right. And I pulled out my phone. I go, you're about to be internet famous. <laughs> and I took his picture because I was heated in the moment. And I'm not going to get in a fight or anything like that. And I never posted it. And I'm never going to post it because I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be the guy that ruins this person's, you know, job or something like that. But it, you know, it was one of those moments of, ah, you know, maybe I should do it. I didn't. I still have the picture on my phone, so the guy, it's still in there. But I've never posted it. But we went back to the hotel, had a great time. I mean, when when has anyone ever had a reason to, uh, you know, flip the bird to uh, a saber fan in the last ten years? Though, like, <laughs> hey, that's that's returning to, you know, re- normalcy. <laughs> I guess a little yeah. bit. On some level, so I don't know. How have you taken in the last two days, Brian? With all the, there's a lot of nostalgia in the air. Yeah, I, I, I think you know, listening to uh, to Bulldog and Nate yesterday, I thought that was really a big piece of what everybody's clamoring for. Is this, you know, they were asking, you know, what do you miss most about the Sabers being in it yesterday, and so, and some really good stories, and you know, a lot of it even had to do with things of like what salad said like oh going to the game with your kids or or meeting up with you know meeting up with your buddies at a at a sports bar or the party in the plaza scene or um you know a lot of it involved kind of the common theme that we hear all the time about what's been so great about the bills lately is shared experiences good memories even through the frustration of rooting for your team maybe in the down moments but you're you're doing it all together and there hasn't been a lot of these moments with the sabers where you are there, you know, with family, friends, whoever, at a certain location. Even if you're in the arena, and it's all—it's been that hype. And we've had just so long before. I mean, the, the joke of the meaningful game in March, March uh, mm-hmm. line that Jason Bottrell had. Like, we've—we last year there was a little piece of that, and you know, had there just been maybe a, another win or two and some home playoff games. I wonder how we view this season. If we if we view it differently, if they had gotten in last year, mm-hmm. like is yeah. is the disappointment level maybe uh, steered differently? Because I think right now, 
a lot of this is steered at the fact of like, well, is Kevin Adams the right GM and is Don Granado the right coach, which is kind of unfortunately the conversation now we've been having for the last decade with about, you know, with whoever seems to be in there in the current status and their jobs. Uh, whereas I feel like we wouldn't be having that conversation um, had the Sabres gotten in. Similar to how the Bills broke the drought, they had that playoff clunker against Jacksonville. Had they gone in and even just had a terrible first round and maybe, you know, gotten swept by the Bruins or maybe even if they, you know, won a game. But I think Mm -hmm. had had they made it, we would have been like, okay, these guys broke through. They've proven they can do it. Maybe this year with injuries and other things, they might have gotten a little less of uh, of a heat. And now we're right back to should we change the coach and GM again? And I just, you know, I'm just... Obviously, we, we all are tired of having this endless cycle of same conversation of figuring out whether the the guys that are in charge, yeah. are they in the right spot and, you know, are they the right guys to ultimately do break through? There would have been less pressure on them, I think, no doubt. I think one difference, I think the, the, the effect would have been the same as when the Bills made it, like monkey off your back, droughts over, you know, a little bit less pressure. This, these are the guys, though. Like we we talked about a little bit this morning. I put a poll up. Like you you are right. I think it's more about the coach and the GM. But last year there was a belief, even when it looked like they might miss. I think that this core of players, like they will get there. They will break the drought. They'll. This will be the team that it will someday happen. That these guys will return them to contention. And a year later, like again, the coach and GM will come first for this, but until this core of players proves it, I think there will still even be questions about can you be a great team? Can you you know, what what's your team look like when these players that you've invested in are your your core? And they're not going anywhere. That's the other thing, Brian. Like, this is the core group of players. Like they're not going anywhere. Yeah, that's the thing, is that Kevin Adams has made a commitment to them. And, you know, got a lot of praise in the offseason, locking up Dylan Cousins, locking up Owen Power, locking up Rasmus Dahlin. We know Thompson is locked up here long term. Uh, For the foreseeable future, other than Casey Middlestat, um, if they want this group to stay together, it pretty much can happen. And if they want Casey Middlestat to stay with this group, it can happen. They have the cap room for it. Um, They don't have to give him an eight-year huge deal if they don't want to. They, I'm sure that something in between might work to get that done to keep him here. So if they want to keep this together, um, it can happen, which, you know, and a lot of times a lot of other cities or a lot of other teams, they have to at some point make those hard decisions because of cap reasons. Well, the Sabres have figured out a way, at least for the, for the short-term future, to keep this group together if they want it. Um, and that goes back to things that, you know, I, I feel like, why are we getting the inconsistency? At some point... Don Granado, I feel like, can only be held so much for this. Like, does he have to, quote, get them ready to play every single night? He definitely is near the top of the list, if not on the top of the list, for uh, why this team has struggled so much in games to start. I mean, you know, we know they've been one of the worst first-period teams, if not worst team in the first period in games this year, and he definitely deserves accountability for that. But at some point, over the course of, you know, now we're heading towards 60 games here, like, got to be on that group in there too they've got to figure that out um i wonder too you know again not trying to figure out what are the reasons why this year um this the group that seemed to be that carried this team last year thompson and tuck um and skinner and cousins and the emergence of paterka and quinn like 
Are they ready to, to kind of take over this team? Well, Kevin Adams maybe didn't think so. Bringing back Oposo, bringing back Gergensen's. We you know, obviously brought in another veteran in Eric Johnson. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thought they weren't quite ready to, quote, lead the way. I got to imagine if Dylan Cousins is in charge of this team or Alex Tuck or is in charge of this team, I mean, I guess I'll throw Rosso Stalin in this mix too. Like, I, I guess the, the accountability factor for how poor they've started games or, or for how they've been so inconsistent, I, I think those are guys that you kind of would want leading. But, you know, maybe I'm off base. Maybe you have to bring mm-hmm. in a guy that's a captain from somewhere else that can really get this team ready because Don Granado hasn't been able to figure it out on a consistent basis. When they play, I'll, you know, I'll quote Paul here, when they play the game that Granado wants them to play, they are quite good. Uh, but for, not, for them to not only be able to do it one out of every three nights, like that clearly isn't good enough. Uh, we, we talked about one other name. Would you entertain the idea of trading UPL right now? He's going to be an RFA. You have Devin Levi in the system, and he might not play any better than this. We don't know. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. That's a tough decision. I mean, probably, if you're ending the season today, who's the team MVP for this year? It's Lukanen. Hmm. I mean, you're just going to turn around point. and trade him? I mean, I, we've been begging since Ryan Miller for, what, stellar goaltender play? Is there, okay, you know, I guess, what's, what's the question here? Is he more likely to go back to the Lukanen of last year, or is he more likely to stay on this path? Hmm. Goalies are, you know, this this question with goaltenders is almost impossible, right, to figure it out. Yep. If we've got, you know, one year where he legitimately spent his full time in the NHL and he was very inconsistent, we saw very good and we saw very bad. Uh, this year he's been, I'll use the word outstanding. I think he really has. I th- considering 
Um, the injuries they've had defensively, you know, Matias Samuelson's missed half the season. They've been out without Owen Power. Darlene's even missed a handful of games here and there. Uh, I think considering how they've had that inconsistency out in front of him, I think he's been outstanding. We've been asking for goalies for years to make the big save. Uh, I think there's a piece of me that's hesitant to, like, go all in on Lukanen and it has nothing to do with him. And shame mm-hmm. on me maybe for even thinking this, is that Levi was, is supposed to be the shiny prospect with all the high ceiling and, and the potential, and to think like, well, if you commit longer to Lukanen, then that are you are you shutting the door on that at least for the immediate future? And I I guess it doesn't does it have to be both? I don't think so. I think you can keep Lukanen and still hope that Devin Levi, who mm-hmm. I think autumn I think almost automatically becomes the other goalie here next year. I don't think Eric Comrie will be back as a part of the equation. So. Is there anything wrong with maybe having Lukanen and Levi as your two goalies? And if Levi springs to the potential that he maybe could, that you know maybe he reaches a higher ceiling than Lukanen, well, then all the better. Maybe you have a, a chip there that, that could be worth something to mm-hmm. help you somewhere else. So I, I guess, I guess to, the long-winded answer here to your question is, um, based upon his commitment, his maturity, some of the things he said he did to improve his game, I, I feel like I'm willing to bank on Lukanen at least being closer to what we've seen this year than what we saw last year. Yeah, and Brit. I mean, if I were setting betting odds on like what happens with him, I would think Bridge Deal is like a monster favorite, right? Like over trading yeah. him. And I also don't mm-hmm. think they're gonna go. I mean, they've done it with other players, but they're not gonna go give him like a seven-year contract. I, I don't think. Yeah. So I think Bridge Sal, Deal. I think yeah, and I th- I think Sal like we. I'm almost thinking the same about Middlestat. Like, Middlestat could still get right. better, and he's put up outstanding offensive numbers this year, and his two-way efforts seem to be better. Not perfect, but better. He seemed, you know, early in his career, we said, man, this guy can't win any puck battles. He's been doing a lot better job of that. But by mo- removing, if you traded Middlestat, that doesn't necessarily, he, it's not like he's taking a spot. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a spot on the team, but it's not like, well, who's going to... F- Who's going to play that spot now? With goalie, it's different. Like, well, who's going to be the goalie? Now you're really going all in on Devin Levi and praying that it works. Um, whereas I think with um, with moving Lucan in, I'd, I'd be a little bit more hesitant. If you asked me which of the two, I know you didn't, but <laughs> you said who would be the, the of the two that I would be willing to trade, it would be middle step before I would move Lucan in. And I'm not saying that middle step's not valuable. I just think because of the goaltender right. position mm-hmm. being what it is and because the Sabres have been searching for anything in there since Ryan Miller, I think that's where I would go. Brian calls you on the West Her hotline. What is going on with Charlie Woods, Tiger's son, all over the, there's just lots of stories out there, fans, interaction, his play. Kind of sum it up. Like, what's been going on? Why is he so much in the news? Yeah. So, anyway, so Charlie, who is playing, you know, junior golf, I guess we'd call it at this point, um, is 15, or just turned 15, and decided this week. We know we've seen him in the father-son tournament with Tiger. We know we've seen him here and there at some other events. But he decided this week to try and qualify for the PGA Tour event this week, which is in Palm Beach. Um, it's the old Honda Classic that has been there forever. It is a new sponsor name this year, but anyway, doesn't matter for that. But he's trying to get in that event. And this week's field um, is not, it's not an elevated event on the PGA Tour, so there is an opportunity to maybe see, you know, maybe you'd call it a weaker field, a chance that maybe he could get in. So anyway, he went and tried. They call it a PGA Tour pre-call pre-qualifier round if he performs well enough that gets him into um, 
kind of a what would be a Monday playoff with this group to see who would get in the last couple of spots. Um, I thought the odds were definitely very low for him to do this. Um, but he's shown that now that since he's grown a little, he can handle maybe the length of what would be playing a full-size PGA Tour course of, you know, 7,200 yards, 7,300 yards. I mean, that's that's quite a bit different. Um, but he's been showing that he's been playing these tees. Anyway, he went and played in this PGA Tour pre-qualifier yesterday um, and had a bad hole. He had a 12 on a par 4 um, and ended up shooting 86, which is plus 16. Now, you take that 12 away and give him a par, that's 8 better. That gives him a 78, which we've seen players on the PGA Tour in PGA Tour events shoot a 78, and that just, you know, they equate that to be a bad day. For a 15-year-old playing in what would probably be his most pressure-packed moment, I would say that would have been a, a very, very, very impressive score. Charlie Woods is very good, but um, I don't know if maybe it was a little premature to all of a sudden give this a shot. And I'm very curious to know how much influence Tiger had and his father in on the decision. Earl Woods almost went the opposite route. He mm-hmm. had said growing up with Tiger that he said, look, we are not moving on from step A to step B until you are dominating step A. Then we'll go to step B. Then when you dominate B, then we'll go to C, essentially in terms of where he would move up uh, in his golf career and his path to, to being a professional. Charlie obviously really shot high for this. Uh, the odds were low. I mean, kudos for him for doing this. And I know yesterday there was quite a bit of social media talk because, unfortunately, there were spectators there that did not handle the situation well either. And that was kind of a side story to this as well, which made probably Charlie's already extremely stressful day even worse. Yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, with that added to it, I mean, there's social media stuff too. I mean... There are other athletes, sons, I'm sure, like, Bronny James is probably dealing with this now. Like, just got to be impossible expectations, like, that he'll 99.9% never live up to. Because what are the expectations? Your last name is Woods. You better be Tiger, right? Right. I mean, and this kid's, you're right. I mean, think think about the pressure on him to perform well. And anything less than him making the PGA Tour, people are going to call a failure, which is very sad when you think about how many people make the PGA Tour in the world. I mean, we're talking just a, you know a couple of hundred are eligible to play on the PGA Tour for the entire globe. Like this, you know, it's it's very unfair expectations. Now, Charlie obviously has some advantages that the average kid would not have for sure. Um, however, he's super talented. He's super young. And I just want to hit the pause button on everybody saying, like, this guy's, you know, he's never going to make it. Or, look, at he couldn't handle spectators yesterday walking by his group. And, like, no. I just, I, I thought it was a little too early for maybe for him to do this. I'm not, I'm not, uh, say, you know, I would have maybe mm-hmm. advised against it. But, you know, kudos for him. It was a, a brave moment for him. Uh, he had a bad hole and obviously didn't shoot the score that he wanted to. Um, but shame on the adults for kind of who ruined the experience. Just seeing some of the social media posts, how they said that they were actually grabbing the, his golf ball on some holes. Yeah. He had to like deal with officials saying like, well, what do I do? They, I guess people were even asking, you know, trying to take pictures and ask for autographs in the middle of the round. And, you know, these normal qualifiers literally, you know, there might be somebody's mom or dad or brother like watching. That's it. Like there's, you know, you wouldn't even know this was happening uh, at a local course, except for the fact that it was Tiger's kid. So all of a sudden now there's cameras and there's spectators. And they said, you know, it was 50 to 100 people. They were kind of estimating at times were on the holes. But they because 
no, normally nobody is here for these events. There wasn't ropes or anything. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't like course security, and mm. some of the adults did not handle it well. And you know, shame on them for maybe making what would have been a very a stressful day for him coming in, making it worse. So, uh, you know, that part of it, I feel like I'm I'm really annoyed at. The last uh, thing I wanted to get to you with uh, with golf. Did you? What did you think of the Masters inviting live golfer Joaquin Neiman to the tournament? Did they open up a can of worms here? It was just kind of like a, you know, just you do it. He's been good on that tour, and he's been good on the PGA in the past. So there's not much here. Like, I guess how were, was it even surprising? I guess that they did that. Surprising, no, because the Masters can really just do whatever the heck they want and get okay. away with it because they're the Masters. You know, like right. they have no, they have no ties to any other governing body, the USGA who makes the rules, or the, um, or the PGA Tour, or Live, or anybody. Like they just, it's this is their event. They can do it however they want. So in that sense, no, I wasn't surprised. Uh, but I think to what you're going to here is yes, this now also can open up in the future. Like, well, this guy's not officially. Got the world qualifying for it. Now, he won the Australian Open, which in the past they have invited the winner to. So I guess that maybe, if you want to go on past precedence, when he won the Australian Open golf tournament, that's maybe what picked up, uh, you know, kind of, I guess would say, locked in the Masters to say, look, we're going to open up this invite because we have to the past. Now, he happens to be a live player with not enough world golf ranking points, but because he won this event, we've given it to winners that have won this event before. Um, so that's kind of where they followed suit. I, weird when Neiman won a couple of weeks ago on the Live Tour, the first thing that he answered was, "I, you know, you know, the, the reporter said, you know, how great is it that you won? And his response immediately is, well, I'm not in the majors. Like, mm, you can yeah. tell these players are still wanting to get back into those events. Um, John Rahm was really, really uh, kind of... Uh, his interviews saying how he, oh I miss Tory Pines I miss Pebble Beach I he you know he's, <laughs> he wasn't able to defend his championship at the Waste Management Open like all these things um, that you mm-hmm. wonder like well you took you made the big, choice right you took a big chunk of money knowing you couldn't play in these events so like I don't feel sorry for him I wish John Rahm would have made the other decision because I like watching him and I would have yeah. rather have seen him play every week but. Some of these guys got to understand, hey, this is kind of the, the road they went down. Ultimately, in the end, for these major names, they want to make sure they're in the majors. Well, Rahm's going to be there forever because he won, so he has the exemption. You know, Neiman doesn't have the exemption, so this is his chance. He has a good chance if he finishes well at the Masters that this could qualify him for some other majors to get in. So now it's back in his court, which I guess is really all he could ask for. Tita Green Saturday? Yeah, it's our first show tomorrow morning, 7 to 8 a.m. And yes. uh, we'll be at Golf Dojo this week, so we're looking forward to being there. And, uh, yeah, it will be going the first of 28 straight Saturday mornings all the way through Labor Day in September. So uh, we are looking forward to that. We're super happy to be back. And thanks to both of you and everybody at the station for uh, promoting Tita Green. And, uh, you know, you know that myself and, and Jeff Metis, Kevin Sylvester, Jeff Blank, our team, like we love, 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 love doing it. And we only get an hour on Saturday mornings, but it's – it's our favorite hour of the week, so we're super excited. Hope everybody can tune in tomorrow, 7 to 8. We'll get everybody else's opinion on Charlie Woods and all that and uh, look ahead to uh, what's going to be a great month of March on the PGA Tour. Uh, Players' Championship's only two weeks away, and that really, I feel like, gets people going and wanting people to play here in Western New York, too. Look, we're going to have a couple days of 60 degrees next week. Who knows? Maybe it'll be another day where people can get out and play. Well, I'm, I'm optimistic. It's not, it's, by the way, it's not just March. How about the, the schedule this year? you got the Masters, obviously, at Augusta. PGA Championships at Valhalla. U.S. Opens at Pinehurst, British Open at Royal Troon. 
Got some great venues this year, Brian. Yeah, really, really is. And, you know, coming off of last year's PGA Championship at Oak Hill, wherever, where a lot of people that are listening went to the event, um, you know, I'm sure they'll be more excited to you mm-hmm. know, share those memories here as they start to watch some of these big tournaments of, oh, I remember standing right next to this guy, you know, those sort of things. You'll, all, you'll, uh, you'll have those memories for a long time, which is great. And hopefully maybe we'll get some news soon, too, that maybe Oak Hill is going to get another PGA or a U.S. Mm-hmm. Open at some point soon here during this calendar year. TD Green tomorrow, 7 to 8 a.m., then uh, Sabres Blue Jackets tonight. Thanks, Brian. Yep. Talk to you guys uh, pregame tonight uh, for the Blue Jackets game. Appreciate it. All right. Pregame tonight at 6 o'clock. Sabres at Columbus. And then Tita Green tomorrow at 7. Yeah, he's... Man, the weather's pretty mild. You know, golf's not far away. There Two weeks ago, I was driving past a golf course, and there were people out on the course in February. Or uh, maybe it was in January at that point. So... Maybe you've already gotten out. Well, I was just checking my good old weather app last night, Mm -hmm. and there was a 60 that snuck in the next 14 days. Nice. Nice. Love it. Time out here. When we get back, maybe reset our uh, Sabres conversation a little bit. We've got phone lines open at 803-0550. Zach and Josh will have the Extra Point Show today at 10 o'clock. There's also a... There's this. There's a couple of business sportsy news stories in the last 24 hours that I want to mention before we get out of here. There's one in the NHL with the Dallas Stars, and there's another one with college football and the uh, and the video game. So we'll get to that as well. Jody Biasi, Sal Capaccio here in WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 